Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So I went to collect some packages from my dad. Mm-hmm. And he had this random knife set set on top of the packages. And I was like, okay, that's a bit weird. But he had them like, my package, knife set, Tom's package. So I was like, okay, cle- clearly he's... Trying to gift give you a knife. Yeah, knife okay. set. So I was like, right, what the fuck. And then my sister, as she does, was like, mm, just check because we need knives. So just check that they're for you because we need knives. And I was like, of course. <laughs> so I was like, let me just call him. So I called him. He was like, um, I was like, here, what's the crack with the knives that you just like... Slot it in. <laughs> sandwiched into in there. our PO box. And he was like, Oh, oh honey. They're for you. They're for you and Tom. I was like, why do you sound so sad? He's like, I, I think I got I think I got duped a little bit. And I was like, what happened? It's a random life said. He's like, this man was selling some um and he said they were for charity and he said they were Jamie Oliver's knives, so I just I just bought two. I just bought two sets, but I think I, I think I got ripped off. I was like, you didn't have to buy them. I felt sorry for money. <laughs> Where are they? I'm so you bought out. two. So you bought two fucking packs. Oh yeah, what the fuck, Ray? Yeah. Was it cheaper for two? No. We'll do to you all investigate, so I'll bring you more next week. was cheaper for two it's for charity that's a bit of a shit gig isn't it like you wouldn't I don't, go for I, don't, a deal. I don't get it though but i'm like how are you how is i need to i need to know more and how is amy not aware that there's a set in our kitchen already yeah i don't know don't understand your family sometimes yeah i know you need it's a lot of she fucking chops anything you need a lot we need knives what do you chop <laughs> come on frozen queen had go what do you chop she had a go at your dad last week for um Fucking, what was it called? Double dip in the mayo. Oh yeah, she freaks about that. She's she like, for fuck's sake. Yeah. And like, she's so, she sounds even so clean when she courses. She's just so well-spoken. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I remember you were saying, Amy makes all your mates tour mates. Yeah. She sent me a video of Pippin during the week. Oh! Was, oh I'm roped! Here I am! I'm in the circle! Well, well. I'm in the circle. Well, well, well. I just sent her a selfie back of me in the office going... Jealous That's of a cute. dog right now Thanks for that That's cute Just acted like it was cool Like it was normal <laughs> You're like yeah we're tight We text yeah. We're friends We're tight We're tight We text It's cool um, Welcome to the Unpopular Opinion Podcast My name is Jen I'm Carla And we didn't know So you certainly don't know Oh yeah uh, That there's <laughs> The Irish Podcast Awards Are coming up Now Oh look it's the first year I don't really understand it You had to kind of Enter yourself. So there was two months where you entered yourself that me and Jen were unaware that people were entering yourself. So you have to enter yourself and put yourself into a category. Yeah. 
which is a little bit scarlet, but at the same time, they're only starting, lads. So, like, it is... So, that's what I was thinking. I don't know whether... And, I like, I've nothing against him. I don't even know who runs this. And, obviously, yeah. I don't want to start any, like... Beef, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm like, is it that they just don't get the scale or don't... Like, they don't know how many Irish podcasts there are? Um, but it might be seasonal or it might be ended or you know what I mean because some of them might be coming to an end at a certain time and you don't want to put them forward and then they also might not want to cause beef by picking certain ones and leaving other yeah, ones out yeah. so I don't know what the but story is also there is you know with a lot of awards like the Glamour Magazine awards and stuff you put your product forward yeah it's so like a company will put the product forward it won't just be like yeah, a lot of Irish awards they just it's just like a pick and choose and who's in the office and who's their mates. Yeah, but with like tricky. not for this. This I I'd say it is one of those things where it was like say go loud will go and enter a few of a few of theirs of their ones. Yeah, yeah. Acast didn't seem to do it on behalf no, a- of theirs. No, but Acast wouldn't there. Yeah, and they're not up for because a lot of them like some of the uh, the kind of off brands like Subly is a sponsor. Like there's podcast and type of things like in it whereas yeah. ACAST are nothing really got to do yeah. with it so because they're not an Irish like company obviously that's what I mean that's why I was like but a lot go of Irish con- make sense podcasts are with to. them so it's weird I don't know yeah. look anyway they're, they're very new it's it's the first year Um, I think it's actually probably more fair that I think that this yeah, is a, and, yeah, a good way of you know doing what I mean? it. It is. But because obviously we didn't know this was happening, we're not up for any awards. Not that we would have, we're sure we would have been shortlisted because I'm, I'm not saying that either. But there is an award that we can still kind of go for um, or get people to vote for. It's the Listener's Choice Award. So you essentially go onto this link, which I'll post below. Um, it'll be in the top line in the description and you will type in the name of the podcast, I put it up on my social yesterday. Some people couldn't find it by the name, but when they said when they typed their names in, it came up. So it oh. depends on, I think maybe it's Android, Apple, I don't, whatever type of phone you have. No, it does take a while. I just <laughs> searched for us there and you have to put in the, the unpopular opinion. Yeah, for it to come up. And yeah. then it, it's our I was work. surprised it even came up because because we didn't enter ourselves. So there's obviously some sort of database. So I But d- then <laughs> I saw Orla from my pod on paper. Yeah. Hers, there's two of hers that comes up. Oh God. So I'm like, oh, so yeah, and then somebody did text me and she was like, uh, just to let you know, because it said like one vote per email and she was like, I vote for you like 10 times, so just let people know. <laughs> I was like, they'll probably be discounted, so. Someone Don't else was that. like, I have four email addresses, I yeah. voted for you on exactly. all four. And she was like, I have a good reason for four email addresses. I was like, look, I'm not here Same. to Same, I have about four bank accounts, it's just a weird fucking situation. Am I here to take your vote? Absolutely. Absolutely, thanks a million for that. We'd really appreciate it. Um, We don't really... Get recognition for a lot of shit now. To be fair, could we put more effort in? Yes, we absolutely could. We've made, we've actually come up with a few ideas today. Let's see if any of them play out, shall we? This year, yeah. <laughs> Look, there is kind of there isn't, there's no there is no thing for podcasters in Ireland other than this. Yeah, like there's random podcast groups again that like award ceremonies throw in. They pop their mates in. And There's that's the about podcast it. festival like, and then you also never know when that's fucking happening festival. either. When's the podcast festival? I know, that's what I mean. You never yeah. fucking know when it's happening. It hasn't been around since like the Panny Day. I haven't heard that about it since. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. just don't know what to be doing. I just voted for us. I totally forgot though. I just. Oh yeah, I better do that as well. Yeah. There you go. Now. I should look it. At least yeah. we're being honest with just. Yeah. Well being honest, which is a uh, reminder that we're also on Patreon as well. So for six of your euros, you can get five extra episodes a month. One 
episode. I, I don't know why I fucking struggle with that every week. I'm like, one minute. Like it's, <laughs> please, the, please. it's like I'm this one. Here. It's like this one. <laughs> There's one episode a week, but it comes out on a Monday, and then an extra one with a friend of the pod talking about all the mad shit that happened in pop culture during that month. So if you enjoy this and you're into extra content, pop on over there. Ton of episodes, ton of a backlog, and it's never too late to join. Never too late to join, but also this will be coming out on the day before the first of the month, which is the most... Gorge. Gorge. Most, it's the best time to Even join. Better. Yes, Even exactly. Better. Financially, for yourself, you know. Yeah. What's this episode about, Carla? We are talking Battle of the Pop Icons. Yeah. And it was just a fucking suggestion of a title, so you can get that <laughs> face off you immediately. Tell... I'm I don't go- see I'll, you retitling it. I'm not going to divulge. Tell them who you're going to be d- doing a deep dive on and then I'll explain why I made a face. No, you say who you're doing a deep <clears throat> dive on first and I'll make a face. No. How about that? No, I'm going to surprise that? you. Because no, you came up with this and then you said, I'm going to do, and I was like, what? What? Excuse me? Sorry, excuse me, right? I just would like to say something. Mm. You're like, what are we doing? I'm like, how about this? And then instead of being like, well done, you're like... <laughs> do you want Carla, we don't praise each other. We never do. <laughs> I got me done instead to call like, Great idea. Delighted. You've come up with another piece of content. You're like, fuck you. She's not a pop star. <laughs> like, it's the genre. No, it's seriously. the genre. She's not the bad bitch genre. The genre. I'm going to put up a poll. Putting a, putting a fucking reminder on my phone so that I don't forget to do this. A poll on Sunday on the Instagram, and you can all vote and tell me. Tell we explain it. Give a context, please. What does popular? What does pop music mean? It means popular music. Who was she? A popular music artist. She definitely is in the pop genre. Harry Styles is in the pop genre. Pop. Pop music it means popular is, music. Are you sure? I'm one. What did you think pop meant? Exactly. <laughs> no, because take that all, there. No, but we all know what people mean when they. There's this clear difference between pop music and R and B music, and R and B music is still popular, so that's not a thing. No, that is a thing, and this is the issue because this is where people are like, pop music always gets branded as being like, pop music, you know, Mandy Moore, Britney Spears, yeah. the girlies. That's, that's I mean. not it. Pop music is popular music. And as much as Oasis want to fucking cry about it, at one point they were pop music. They were popular music. Even oh, though that's they're getting indie, very even though they're technical. That's getting very technical. But it's it. like, that's why there's no, I don't understand people. That's who, like, how you're winning down. on this argument. That's how you're no, dying but on I don't this get how <laughs> people look down at pop music when at some point in your time you subscribe to it. Pop music is a genre, genre of popular music that originated in its modern form. During the mid-1950s in the United States in the United Kingdom. Thanks for the history lesson. Now, back to pop music. I did. That is popular. Yeah. I, I, yeah, okay. I don't, I, I get you, but you're being very technical. Anyway. You'd win in court, but you don't win with me. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But it's not as if I'm picking, like, fucking Jodeci here. I'm picking Tell- Brandy. There we go. Brandy Norwood. the crux of the That's matter. not the crux of the issue. The crux of the <laughs> issue lies. She said is it. you not saying well done. <laughs> That's the crux of the issue. When you tell me a pop princess, a pop diva, a pop star, you're talking to your Christina's, you're talking to your Britney's, you're not talking about Brandy. 
you're saying you're R and B. No one you're, needs us chatting about Britney or Christina. No, I know that. But when you reference Brandy, I do, I do not think of a pop star. I think of an R and B, too cool for school, fucking badass bitch. I don't think of a pop star. But that's okay. I don't need you to think about it. No, but I'm saying that's star. why I got my son to send you a voice now calling you a clown. That's that's all I'm saying. A clown. A clown. A clown. No. At the end of the day, Brandy was a pop star. When you look her up, it's R&B slash pop. You're going to fucking kill me when you It's like Kelly Rowland. Mm. You wouldn't call her... What would you call her? What genre? R&B. Oh, what's the other one? Not R&B. Um, hip-hop. No? No. Yeah. No. Destiny's Child were more so R&B, hip-hop rather than They were than R&B pop. pop more than R&B, hip-hop. R&B, hip-hop would be like... Kanye West almost. I know it's rap, but do you know what I mean? Mm, I just, I don't put them in the same fucking genre as S Club 7, do you know what I mean? No, and that's fair, but I think there's, that's what I mean by there's there's nuances. And it's tough because with Harry Styles, I wouldn't really call him a pop artist, but he is a pop artist. Yeah. Mickey Joe Hart was a pop artist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, it's gonna. It's funny now because I'm picking Mariah Carey and she's not exactly pop either. Well, she's not exactly not pop. She kind of she yeah. was pop for a very long she's time. Pop than fucking brandy. And then she went to R and B ish. Yeah, but that was more the producers she was working with. Anyway, okay, kill. Cool. Back to go for it. You're doing a deep dive on brandy because you said she's had a ride. Yeah, she's had a wild ride. So, like, <clears> what do you know about brandy? I know that she was Moesha. <laughs> You're going to be like, I know that she's That would have been a good one. Oh, I missed it. Um, she got her hair done. Yeah, very nice. I got it chopped. Did you? Yeah, let me show you. Take it out. Uh, see, now this is where we need the visuals. Oh. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I got chopped. Did you fucking donate it to the Rapunzel Foundation? I know. The amount of it that's gone. Yeah. <gasps> I know. It's like an L one. Not an L one, but I mean, like... In comparison, what a fucking weird thing to say. <laughs> it's real, like for you, that's a long bob. Oh no, you've pulled it forward more. No, there's more than I talk. That's very short for you. It'll grow. I. It will be down by next month. It needed to be chopped. Yeah, it is what it is. It looks really healthy. Uh, thank you. That's what I wanted. I was just so I was so sick of stringy edges. Yeah, like I feel like when I was blow drying my hair, it wasn't holding a shape, wasn't holding a style, wasn't holding anything because yeah. it was just a bag of strings. And I have fine hair, but loads of it, so it gets stringy very quickly. Oh, it's lovely. So um, I got it chopped. And sure, here it is, and we'll see how we go. Yeah, exactly. See how um, we go. We'll see how we go. Right, so I know that Brandy was Moesha, and I know that she sang with Monica, The Boy Is Mine. Yeah. I don't know much else. Now, when you say stuff, I probably go, oh my God, yeah, I knew that. But yeah. it's because it was so long ago. I need you to refresh my brain. What age do you think she is? Brandy. Yeah. This surprised me. I was a young teen. She was older, probably playing a teenager. She was probably, I'm going to say, hitting on 50. She's 43. What? Yeah. Fuck off. That's how young she was when she started. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So she's been active since 93. Okay. Yeah. Um. Isn't that mad? Yeah. Isn't that? I'm surprised at that. Absolutely crazy. Um, so yeah, so she signed in 93. She released her album then the following year. So she started off as being a singer. Mm. Um, 
And then Moesha came around. So Moesha started in 96 and that ran until 2001, which is pretty long for that, that is, time. Yeah, for kind of Longer than the Spice stuff. Girls run. Yeah. When you think about it that way. You forget. You um, forget. And I think everybody remembers her. The, the two things that I remember her for are The Boy Is Mine mm. and Moesha. Yeah. But... Then there's also like the sub, she played Cinderella. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you remember the live action? It was fab. It was gorgeous. Yeah, it was mm. fab. Um, and then she also, she played, do you remember I Know What You Did Last Summer? I do. She I was, do, yeah. She was in the second one, mm. I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. And her character's name was Carla with a K. I love it. And I remember that because I was like, my babe. Oh, my God. It used to be just like, she was just so flawless. Yeah, she was. I remember just always being jealous of her. Yeah, so look, she's she's kind of she's known more for her voice because she's kind of got that real yeah yeah that kind of situation that situation. So she was very well celebrated. Like Michael Jackson was like, oh wow, she's mm. unbelievable. So everyone was like, oh, we need to really take note of this. Um, she, I always felt that she was kind of, I felt like she was duped a little bit with some of the material that she was given because like sitting on top of the world, banger. Sitting on top of the world. Do you remember sitting on top of the world? Sitting no. on top of the world. What a world. Top, top, oh, yeah. World. Yeah. Yeah. I probably forget a lot of her songs, actually. Yeah. So um, she, as I said, she was more of a vocal queen. Yeah. But more known for the L, you know, the LTV. Yeah. yeah the LTV yeah. situation. Yeah. So early life. Um, she worked with kind of Nickelodeon. That was kind of her mm. side of things. Um, one of the main things about her is that she kind of got, I, w- I won't say done out of it, but again, it was, it was this kind of situation where it looks like she was going to be the biggest star ever. True to stratosphere. Yeah. Mm. Do you remember that? Yeah. I feel like she was everywhere. And she was called the vocal Bible. Why? Because of the range of range that she had in her voice. So, yeah, so she was known as the vocal Bible. Whitney Houston was like her, handpicked her to portray the, to portray Cinderella. Lovely. Sorry, I got that wrong. So, um, Moesha was one of the longest running black sitcoms. Yeah. Which I thought was really interesting. She was a cover girl. Um, They also, Mattel, is it Mattel or Mattel? Mattel, I think. Yeah, Mattel. They released the Brandy Doll. Okay. Yeah, so some pretty cool stuff. Her music, like, it, this one is, like, there's an article here that goes through a lot of her music. I don't really remember yeah. much of this. Like, I feel like, so, because I'm going to do Mariah Carey in a while, but I feel like they were more so popular in America because, yes. you know, the Billboard charts and stuff like that is really kind of prevalent over there. Yeah, Whereas very. over here, it doesn't really translate as much like it needs to be fucking huge to be big over here like but i feel like for, we were well, allowed sorry, to stretch over here should i say we were allowed like what three people yeah we weren't we, we yeah. were, it was that weird thing where you were allowed just those couple of people that would filter over and you'd be like sorry who the fuck is that yeah like yeah. i remember when taylor swift became popular i was like who is this one yeah and they're like oh no she's huge in america i was like in me bollocks is she yeah i know, I know. and now here we are um so yeah, she was picked by Whitney Houston, who produced the Cinderella. Um, was she? Did she have a part in that Whitney Houston? Huh? I feel like is she? Who was the fairy godmother in that one? Uh, Whoopi Goldberg. I knew it was an older. Yeah. Okay. No, that's fine. 
Yeah, I, we'll I, was, I was kind of questioning myself there. I was like, I don't think it was Whitney Houston, yeah. but was she in it in some capacity? Maybe not. Yeah, so then um, she had her first album, which was which had that sitting on top of the world and that whole um, situation. Then she started working with, do you remember Dark Child? Dark Child. Yeah. Yeah. So she started working with Dark, Dark Child on her second album, which was Never Say Never, and that's where The Boy's Mine came from. That was a big one, yeah. Yeah, that was huge. Um, so the... The Boy Is Mine is the most successful song by a female duo in the music industry. Really? Yep. Because of the bitchiness. People love to pit two girls against they, each other. They weren't mates. Yeah, they no. They had a massive feud. I yeah. knew they had like, yeah. they were, it was um, at the time or after or before or what? What's the context around that? I'm going to talk about it. Okay, because I, I feel like there was a lot of urban myths and stuff like that. And I was like, you are not getting those two girls in a studio. I thought it was a PR stunt. Yeah, okay. So I thought it was a PR stunt. Even back then, I remember being like, does this just, mm. like, what was I, like, 11? But I remember at the time being like, do they really not like each other? Yeah, or? you could see the kind of venom. In, yeah, it's right, explain it, go on. Yeah. Um, so they actually just did a versus battle to get versus battle together, um, which is where they get, versus is kind of hard to explain. It's like, well, it's not hard to explain. I just don't know a ton about it. It's like yeah. where they get R&B and rappers and they kind of put them against each other. Right. I've seen like various ones um, over the time. Like I know Ray J, I think, did one as well against, was it possibly Omarion? Okay. Uh, just to let you know, Ray J and famous Ray J, Ronnie's little brother. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Kim K's um, claim to fame, shall we say. Mm-hmm. So... Monica said, anytime she was asked about it, she said that it was brilliant marketing. Okay. So they tried to, again. Play it off. Play it off. Um, she also said, but afterwards they started kind of getting more and more aggressive toward each other. Right. Right, so what happened? So Brandy was 18, Monica was 17. Fuck They had young. never met before the boy, the boy is mine. They recorded it. Yeah, so there was, okay, so there wasn't a feud going into it. No. Right. But that's not what was presented to us. That's they, they lied. They tried to make it bigger than it was. They lied. They lied. They tried to let us think that it was years of beef. Exactly. Um, the idea was originally Brandy's, and I think this is where a lot of the beef came from, because they were like, it was my idea, it was her idea, whatever. Um, she was hoping to, to quell the persistent rumours that the two of them loathed each other. Now, they were both... Black female singer, pop star, R&B artist at the time Who mm. very much predominantly had the same kind of music And the same kind of audience Britney Christina Yeah Exact kind of same Pitted against each other, people love it Pitted against each other Now Brandy always used to say in interviews and I feel like, again, I don't know much of Monica's music Other than like Angel of Mine Yeah I, I literally don't know Monica at all But I don't know if that's because I was a Nickelodeon kid And I watched Moesha Yeah, yeah So or you just, just knew more of Brandy than you did Monica. Was she the one who was let in? Yeah. <laughs> Out of our three American people. Was yeah, she exactly. one of the ones that was let in? Yeah. You know? Um, so lots of times Brandy would be asked about it. She said, we're friends, we're cool. No matter what anybody says, we're always going to be tight. Mm. And then it kind of like, they, they kind of stuck to this. And then at some point, the girls kind of got a little bit off track. So at one point, Brandy was, or sorry, Monica was promoting her album and she was on live with Regis and Kathy Lee. Oh my God, that's a lot. That was, that changed to live with Regis and Kelly. Anyway, uh, 
She said, we did the song together. There was all these misconceptions about controversy, but I think it kind of took the fun out of it for people to see that we did actually get along. Yeah, yeah. So that was kind of the beef there. Then it kind of goes a little bit deeper. So Brandy's image was like girl next door, Nickelodeon girl. Mm -hmm. Monica was like, and she was also known as the vocal Bible. I feel like there's a bit of like, she got way more opportunity than I did. Yeah, yeah. For Monica. You can see that. You can see it. Like, I always thought the boy. Who was the boys? I always thought it was Brandy's. I don't know. I don't know. I felt like the boy was Brandy's. Is it a real life story? I don't think it is. I feel like Brandy (laughs) won the boy. But I don't know if that's just because I'm like biased because I love Brandy. Yeah. You know? It depended on who you liked. That's whose boy it was. Yeah. Um, So Monica was very much like singer. A singer. Mm -hmm. R&B. But very much like... Instead of having this clean cut kind of pop, we're going to sell you. It was just like, she's a great singer. Yeah, okay. Do you know that way? Great singer, she wasn't R&B manufactured. artist. She wasn't, wasn't manufactured. Yeah. It was kind of more to be like, she'll be pop, she'll she'll do well because she can sing very well. Yeah, okay. And she's good looking. Yeah. And that's kind of, yeah, and fab. But she didn't really have a nice money. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Oh, do you know what? Like, I kind of feel like when I, the first time I remember seeing the Brandy and um, Monica video, I always remember going, Jesus, that Monica one looks like a bitch. <laughs> and she perpetuated that because there was a couple of times where she named her sophomore album The Boy Is Mine. Oh, yeah. Fuck. So people were like beef because it was technically Brandy's song. Right, okay. So it was almost like she took her little, mar- the thing that it she was, was known Brandy for. Feet. Feet Monica and not okay, Monica Feet Brandy. Okay. But then it was kind of like, when you think about it, Beyonce, Shakira, Beautiful Liar, it was kind of, I wouldn't call that Shakira or Beyonce song. It's a collaboration. It was kind of both. Yeah, yeah. Do you know? Mm. So, in, interesting. Um, but she did a lot of interviews and they didn't go down that well. She didn't, she was very matter of fact. She was very flat. Um, she had said a couple of things like me and Brandy's relationship is strictly a working relationship. Okay. And kind of very like, I don't know. And then she was questioned, why did you name your album that way? She said, to make a bold statement. Oh, fuck. It's like, right, okay. Um, cool, cool, cool. Like, I cannot remember one other song other than Angel of Mine. Yeah. Can you? I'm going to look them up and I'll let you know, but I, at this time right now, no. Yeah. So at that point, again, where the beef kind of came out of is that Monica saw herself very firmly in the R&B category. And again, Brandy was kind of facing... While Brandy was growing up, she faced more pressure because then the tables turned a little bit where Monica could be sexy, R&B, husky, vocally. And Brandy was then trying to become more serious with her music. She had yeah. done like Kitty Cinderella, Cinderella vibes. She had done Moesha, all that other stuff. She now wanted to start being taken seriously as a singer. Yeah. And she was kind of coming up against resistance, I suppose, because that's a hard thing it's, to do. It's hard to get out with that. Even all the Disney kids these days, like they're all the same. They're trying to... It's like when you go on Love Island and then you try and get real successful and you don't want people to remember you're on Love Island. Yeah, that, yeah, kind, of that kind of thing. But I do feel bad for them because I'm like, if you're going to take a start, mm. like, you're going to take it, you don't, where the fuck are you going to take You're going to take it from anyone. You don't really give a shit. Yeah, yeah. So right. you can't, the decisions that you made when you were 16 cannot be the decisions that you make at 26. Yeah, that's true. And it just comes with life. Yeah. Miss Tang, the boy is mine, all eyes on me. After the storm, the makings of me, still standing, new life, and code red. Don't remember any of them. I don't remember. All years apart. One of them. 
Yeah. So the beef between them was kind of around this weird, there can only be one. Yeah. That's so weird, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So it was very much like, I feel like they kind of found it, if it suited them a bit more conveniently for them to be beef between them than there was for them to be anything else. Yeah. From a PR standpoint. From a PR standpoint, from a selling standpoint, from an anything standpoint. Um, Anyway, so Brandy went on. She's got, like, she's got a massive discography. Right. And I don't remember half of this. But as I said, I feel like she was everywhere. And then she just disappeared. She did, didn't she? Yeah. 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 So she did take a hiatus after Moesha on purpose. To kind of reinvent. That was an abrupt kind of end, though. Was that a bit of a sad ending? I can't remember the ending. It was like cancelled or there was so like, I feel like there was a bit of um, a sour taste towards the end of that as well. I remember Mm -hmm. hearing, Mm -hmm. but then I feel like she came to some sort of demise that was like, what the fuck is after happening with Brandy? Like, yeah, interesting. All the stuff in the, the media now. So then anyway, she went on. So she took her hiatus, came back to do, um, the song with Ray J. Okay. The Another Day in Paradise, do you remember it? Yes. Yeah. Ding, I remember the video. Ding, 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 ding. I remember the video and I remember being like, who's that? This this is very sultry and very serious. And I remember being like, is it a brother-sister duo? <laughs> I know. <laughs> is it a brother-sister duo? I haven't finished speaking what I was saying there, so it's sultry and weird and that's your brother. <laughs> yeah, that's so, Yeah. In the same pocket. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she did that. Then she came out with Full Moon. Full Moon is a banger of a track. It's a banger. Don't remember. I'll actually use it as my stomper. I added something else to stomper. So he's going to have two this week. Okay, cool. But um, Full Moon is a banger. There's a good remix to it too. It's just a good like poppy. Mm, okay. Pop R&B okay. track. So she did Full Moon and then she did Aphrodisiac. So the lead single from... Full Moon was What About Us. I do remember that yeah, song. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. For some reason in my head, it's not clicking right now, but I do remember. It's like there, oh, yeah. but I can't remember oh, it. Oh, was that that real fucking... There was a song what about that she had... What About Us. That one. The, oh, my, maybe am I thinking of, of another one? There's a song, and I think it is Brandy, but the backing track to it, it's like somebody banging a load of pops. That's it, that's the one. Oh, so fucking what annoying. All of the things that you've said. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, no. Melty. Melty. But everywhere. Melterson. It was everywhere. Yeah. Again, I feel like she had singles and not albums. Yeah. One of those kind of weird ones. So she did Full Moon and then she came back pretty quickly with Aphrodisiac and that's where Talk About Our Live came. Talk About Our Love, sorry, came from. Okay. And that was with Kanye West and that was the first time I ever saw Kanye West. Was it? Yeah. And I watched okay. the Kanye West documentary and that was around the time that he was coming up and that kind of just fit because it was like, right, we'll put you with Brandy. Brandy will really propel you. Mad. Jesus. Like, LOL. Me, you wouldn't look at Kanye now and go, oh, he got us. He kind of. Got a little bit of a start. A, a, a mainstream. Bit, got a bit of a boost off Brandy. Like, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. That mad. So, yeah, she was supposed to have a co-headlining tour at that point with Usher, but it never came um, through because I think there was just issues with management. And it, Aphrodisiac was the most critically acclaimed album that she ever did, but it wasn't the best selling one that she did. Okay. So at that point, people were kind of comparing her to Janet Jackson at her best. Oh. Um, Talk About Her Love was just huge, as we all know, kind of came everywhere. Um, and then she left her record company. Okay. And that's kind of when 
I don't want to say it all went tits up because she's still been wi- widely successful, but just not in. The current, not, the, not, <clears throat> not in the same traje- traje- trajectory. Not in the way that me and you would probably regard. Successful. Not even that. Just more in the fact that like we weren't in America, so we weren't seeing all this shit go down. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So she was a judge on the first season of America's Got Talent, mm. um, which was produced by Simon Cowell, which we all know. Um, and she, yeah, so she was a judge on that. She was supposed to come back for the second season, but then she decided not to, uh, thinking that said that she couldn't give the new season the attention and the commitment it deserved because she had that car accident. Do what? you remember this car accident? No. And then, sorry, she was replaced by Sharon Osbourne. That's how Sharon Osbourne got her. Fuck. Not mad. Brandy's fucking making, paving the way for everyone. She is, yeah. So she had this car She's accident. She's like a good luck chuck. I know. I, she fucking is. That's exactly <laughs> it. So she um, had a fatal car, well, fatal for other people, car crash, um, which was on the freeway. I do remember this. Oh, yeah. Now it's, I, it sounds familiar, yeah. I remember coming up and like, celebrities who have killed people. Yeah. And I was like, Brandy? So somebody went into the back of her. She went into the back of someone else. They went into the back of someone else. She was relatively okay. Mm. Um, but someone, one of the drivers died. And I don't think she kind of recovered. Oh, God, you wouldn't. I think she had a bit of PTSD after that. Of no, course. So she, after that, she kind of took it slow. And then she released her fifth album in 2008. I can't believe she had five albums. But then she's been active since 93. So, yeah. <clears throat> At this yeah. point, I can't believe that she had five albums. But yeah, that was released. It did well. Like, it did okay. Yeah. It was really, again, critically acclaimed, but not... It was the quality over the quantity. Yeah. So, she had a lead-off single right here. I don't remember that song. I remember that, yeah. What song is it? Oh, Let me find it. going to be fucking thing on the spot. Uh, will, will I hire up my deck? Are you right here, to Brandy? I don't remember this tune. Ah, uh, you will. Skip. Oh no, that's not what I was thinking of. I'm thinking of a different right here. I do not remember this song. In popular opinion, not a great voice. What? Not a great voice. No, Jen, she's unbelievable. That song is not good. It's a little bit. Like somebody no. squeezed my throat now. No, how dare you don't say that about Brandy Norwood. I don't, uh, she's not a vocal Bible. She is the fucking vocal Bible. Michael she, Jackson well, said that's so. That's what people are saying. I know. Michael I Jackson know. said so. Um, she can hold it now. <laughs> Give her that Yeah. So the album did really do that well. That closed her sales and then she split at that point. Uh, she was with Rock Nation. She split with Rock Nation. Mm. So then she tried to come out as a rapper. Oh, Brandy. Yeah. So she came out as a rapper. She did. Um, she has two credits on Timbaland's massive album, you know, Shock Value. Two, number that two. That was a massive album. It was huge. Yeah. Um, and then she kind of went back into little bits and bobs of acting. But that it was kind of like <laughs> the car crash happened and everything slowed down and then it kind of got... Yeah. It was like a rumble from then. But she has been very active every year. Like it's not as if she went on a massive hiatus. She's just been kind of doing lower level stuff over yeah. the past couple of years. So then in 2010, VH1 gave her and Bra- her and Ray J a reality TV series. I feel like this was very much pushed by Kardashians came yeah. out in 2008. Kardashians had had two years of success. So I think they were trying to be like, 
yeah let's try and capitalize on ray j so let's kind of try and i suppose it would have been like not just brandy now ray j is kind of yeah yeah. back into the into the spotlight a little bit so yeah so they had that um it was kind of like the backstage lives like for me right sorry her mum was her manager and her mum was her was uh, ray j's manager for a long time okay kind of like you know manager on the side right like is a manager but is it really or is rock nation the management yeah i get you you know one of those Mm-hmm. Very like you're not, you're no. I can't remember Jessica Simpson's she's, staff. But she's I was like, you're keeping, not him. she's just keeping a finger in there, making sure everything's above board. Kind she's of taking thing. a like, couple yeah. of percentage, like yeah. She's making a career out of the kids. Fair, so <laughs> absolutely fair. Fair. I, if I ever decide to have some, I might do it too. You might as well. Get never know. So it was produced by them. They did eleven episodes. It did get a second season. Um, but it just didn't do that well. No, I don't remember. Then she went on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, okay. she was really. Everybody said she was absolutely deadly. She got a perfect score, okay. and she was dumped that same day. Oh, God. dumped by voted out. Yeah, <gasps> by the public. Why? Yeah. So everyone was shocked by it. I don't know. So she came fourth. She wasn't like the viewers just didn't really I don't know didn't take to her like yeah but the judges did and everybody else did she was really shocked in her like in her exit interview she was very obviously she was like I don't know what to say um, like she's at the top of her yeah she was like I'm at the top of the list I have no idea why yeah. people didn't vote for me which is strange very because she was like a household name too yeah yeah anyway might have been that she wasn't that popular with that I don't know what age group watches that show because I cannot imagine sitting down every anyway, whatever, that's just me. But I, I just do wouldn't. enjoy it, but I wouldn't make it my priority to go and sit like I I actually love the concept of those shows and I love watching like people who aren't really known for dancing. <laughs> Jesus, that's been coming a while. That was coming a while. I think <laughs> that was coming a while. I do, I do I suppose when the stars are relevant to you. Yeah, no, I love seeing it. I I love. To, I think it's amazing that they can come up with a full routine, learn it off by heart, and then not do it in front of a mirror, but in front of a live audience, all in, within the space of a week. Yeah. Like it's a serious physical undertaking. Yeah, fair. I and like people do kind of like the likes of well, Adam would be one of them. He'd be like, I don't watch the show. You know me, like my dad would be like that as well. I want the show. Like, these are athletes. Now I think it's more so because they're called celebrities, and we have to remember, celebrity does not mean famous. Celebrities are people who have been celebrated because they were in the public eye for something at one point. It <laughs> really fucking brings stuff down. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it's it's actually like I have to have a big amount of respect for the people that go on these shows because it's fucking it's exhausting. Really, it's grueling. Yeah. God bless them. Like yeah. it's so grueling. Yeah. And it's really it's six days a week training. Like and, and it's they, ha- they literally have to stop their own careers to do it. Yeah, you do. And you're just committed to that for yeah. whatever amount of weeks that the show Breaking runs. Breaking bones, all that sort of yeah. stuff. Like It's like yeah. when Nikki Bella from uh, Total Divas from yeah. WWE, she went on it mm. and she kept getting into like hairy fine schedule. She was like, oh, piece of piss compared to what I'm used to. Oh, and apparently gosh. she just talked to it like... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So she was like, that amount of training, I'm so used to. That's true. And that's why yeah, a lot of athletes, it. I think, do well on it too because they're quite used to... Like a singer's, a singer's definitely used to a lot of hardcore stuff, but probably not that intensive. Physical. Physical, movement. constant, yeah, yeah. all of the time getting flung around. And it's very, very tough on the body. So after that, she went and then she got another record deal with RCA. And she joined a new talent show. Okay. Uh, called Majors and Minors. 
So it was followed a group of young performers, I don't remember this, aged 10 to 16, and their chance to be mentored by some established artists such as uh, Brandy Ryan Tedder from from Counting Stars. No, that's a song from One Republic. And then Leona Lewis. What happened to Leona Lewis? What the fuck happened to Leona Lewis? I'd love to dig into that. We'll do it on Patreon. We'll do deep dives on people. I'd love to dig into that because I really, what did happen, we're not sure. See, I saw this... um, it was a clip, I think it was a TikTok, but it was like, just a, what the fuck was the context of it? Anyway, the the footage was of these women and it was for Stand Up To Cancer. And like, yeah. first of all, it's shown on, it was Beyonce. Then you had like, all these massive stars. I do stars. remember that. And Leona Lewis is just fucking on the end of them there. I was like, she, I know she's massive in America. It's just so funny to me, like... Is, yeah. Because of, like, X Factor and all that, you don't tend Like, when you to think about Leona Lewis, you think of Bleeding Love, and mm. you think of... Uh, what was that song that she got real salty over, When Love Takes Go... When to- Love Takes Over, the David Guetta song that she was supposed to sing? Oh, okay. And then she was also supposed to sing the Rihanna one. Right. Love and Hopeless Place, that one. Yeah. We found love. And okay. she was so salty about it. Was she? Yeah, she, like, she fucking interviewed about it for a good four years after it happened. <sighs> I was like, babe... Come on. But you would be salty because she's obviously after doing something in America. Yeah, but like I don't know get, what you it do, is. You do but. demos. Yeah. You get sent demos. Everybody gets a bloody demo. I know, but when so, when you're pipped to the post for something and like that, and I actually saw... By Rihanna, of, Jen. But see, this is the thing. So I saw this the other day from, like, obviously just with the, people that I've met over the years I follow certain people and a good few of them are still trying to break into the kind of acting circle whatever Ireland is a shit place to try and start acting anyway so he put up a tweet and he was like trying to break through acting is like trying to get into a, a nightclub where only regulars are able are, are only welcome do you know what I mean like how do you become a regular so it's like it, it's kind of like that as well so Leona so say she said yeah I want when love takes over or we found love or whatever and it was like probably put out to a few people and then like she got pipped to it by somebody else but that happens consistently i know but she probably had a fucking run of it and she's like just because i'm not as big as them like she's probably just felt like she wasn't getting her chance do you know what i mean yeah, and then it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been were. as good with her i'm and sorry it, would, it just wouldn't yeah. have. like the whole thing it would have of, changed the whole world would it have no but like when you think about like we found love that was a very like big time for calvin harris and also kind of a big time for yana yeah too. like they were kind of meshing well and then she came over to ireland into the video and it was all very grungy and kind of sold the <laughs> she story the yeah shop yeah <laughs> it was like oh no she can't be running around with her skimpies <laughs> no chance no, no, no bums right here. No bums. No bums. No bums, no bums please. <laughs> no bums, please, and thank you. But this, like, when you see things, like, you know, God is a woman. Yeah. That was supposed to be Camila Cabello. Oh, God. Exactly. So you can't really be getting. And yeah. her one's like, hey, oh, you know that. It's too much. <laughs> it's too much. Oh, no. I, yeah. Ariana, like, she executed that perfectly. But Camila Cabello's came out being like, that never should, that always should have been Ariana's song. That should yeah. have never been my song. Like, looking at it now. Mm-hmm. Like no way, but there's okay. loads of co- like you just kind of get out. O- I feel like you just get over it. Yeah, but Leona Lewis, <laughs> she made it her bit part. Like, did I ever tell you about the time I was supposed to be on Calvin Harris' song? No. Fuck's sake. Right, go on. Anyway, uh, we're flying through it now. So she kind of basically did that for a while. That little 
that little kids show I love the way I'm talking about it, like that little kids show this woman earned more money in one year than I'll see in my life so yeah. uh, then she released a couple more albums again nothing that kind of went big for her she uh, then went on my favourite programme Love and Hip Hop as a guest star because uh, Thing was in it Ray J was he? yeah Ray J was in it Ray J was kind of I'm pretty sure Ray J came in season one of Love and Hip Hop so is he a singer? yes he is I know but she's had like she had one few, wish yeah one wish, Jen. I know, I know I'm going to know when you play it, but I just was never... He's a great singer. ...into him. I don't... don't Can know. I talk to you for a minute? No. I gave you... A bad wish, yeah. You said I loved you first. It was about eight years ago. Oh, I don't hate this! You don't know. We were sitting at home. It's like Usher. Oh, yeah. Fucking te- storytelling through rap. But I'm I like, like that, Shut no. the fuck up. Oh, confessions. There's just something... He did, I did it first, you. too. You know the one about Kanye West and Kim? Sorry, I hit oh, it first. Oh yeah, fuck's sake. If you don't know this guy's a little, little taste of it. This is his diss track. It's this track. His diss track to Kanye West. Is he still, still on the go, is he? Oh my God. Scarlet And I hit it, I hit it, I hit it, I so this is your man who Kim had the sex tape with. This is this thing. Obviously. Oh, it, Ray J. A little freak. You little weirdo. He was, he was doing all that though. So Love and Hip Hop, it's the reason why it's one of my favourite shows ever. It's because it's just sheer... Carnage. Carnage. Yeah. But the Hollywood one, I've always liked. I might have talked about this before. It's because we know the people that are in it. Okay, yeah. So it's like Ray J. Um, oh, what's her name? Tiana? Ty- Ty- she was the one who, do you remember her and Rihanna came out at the same time they went with Rihanna? Oh, okay. So like, it's all them talking about, like all the lads, Omarion was on it. Like all right. of that kind of Marquez Houston. Yeah, he was yeah. on of like all of that kind of crew. Okay. So you know them. It's so nostalgic because you're like, I know all of you. I'm gonna watch because I grew. It's so good and yeah. it's just a pure because it's like that mixed with like there's one girl whose family um are like own loads of strip clubs and she's mm. like Nikki Baby, but she's she's like Miss Nikki Baby, and there's like all producers and like yeah. Matt and there's people that kind of were nobodies that kind of get somewhere while they're in the show. Yeah, yeah. So it's like they were kind of producing nothing and then they went to, like, there's one guy called A1. Now he's in the later. Okay. Um, in the later series. But he, at the time, was kind of like a producer. He's married to one of the other girls who's a singer and she's like, oh yeah, my husband, like, he's amazing. He's amazing. Oh my God, A1, he's going to be huge. He's going to be huge. And then he started working with Chris Brown. Right. Okay. But then you see him get slowly, slowly more fucking, more of a fucking Egypt as it goes on. Mm. It's just really interesting because most of the cast, you know. Okay. Like, you'll know... 80% If you were into that kind of music When you were younger Yeah You'll definitely know You'll be like Oh my god no wonder Oh there she is I was always wondering What she was at Cool And Ray J and his Wife Princess Are I think Exes now But They are like A big part of the show Because he is a wild thing Yeah He's a wild thing So I think at that point He was like Pushing this whole Like I'm Kim K's ex At the same time That he was on Love and Hip Hop So it kind of Very much suited Oh God! All of them, because all of them at one point were famous, more famous before than they are now. So they're all trying to make a comeback. Yeah, yeah. So they're all trying to be right. a scandal. What brand are you up to now? 
Um, Brandy then went into Broadway. Oh, fab. So she played Roxy Hart in Broadway in Chicago. Chicago. Chicago, my favourite. <laughs> I love Chicago. it. She also did How Could We Forget The Girl Is Mine. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. She re-recorded that. Fucking hell. Yeah, right, she, recorded, okay. she re-recorded her vocals for that. I remember seeing like they had the video all over the social medias. Good. It was her like re-recording and everybody was like, this is so fucking cool. A uh, little bit of acting here and there, like nothing very, mm. nothing very kind of cool um, or funky or interesting. Yeah. Like she's just kind of been around doing bits and bobs. She doesn't seem to be like, she's not a bitter bitch. Yeah. About how things worked out for her. Mm-hmm. Because she seems to be pretty, pretty happy. Um, it's coming up here as well that they did the versus her and Monica on on the webcast series of versus, and they kind of in their in their singing sing off. It's like a sing off or a rap off or whatever. They like mentioned the whole boy's mind drama, right? And who the boy was and all that. But who gives a shit? And then she's also been on the Voice. Like she loves that. Okay, she loves that stuff. Uh, she's done some bits for Disney lately. Yeah, hi. Just loads and loads of kind of random stuff. Yeah. So Still performs at concerts. FYI, for your information, that is what Brandy has been up to. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah. Hi. Mine's Mariah Carey. Go on. I'm going to fly to you because you took ages doing Brandy, right? So well, we kind of had seven side gigs. I did say go first. <laughs> I do always say did go you? first. Yeah, I said go first. And you didn't said, no, I want to hear yours. Didn't hear you. No, I... No, when you said go first, I thought you... Because that was before we mentioned who we were talking about. That's what I thought you were... You just... Anyway. Mariah Carey. This is up for debate. But born on 27th of March, 1969. Or 1970, depending on who you ask. She won't fucking disclose what what which is What's so the one weird. year it's difference. The one year difference, yeah. And she doesn't call her birthday her birthday. She calls it her anniversary. Love that, right? She's a boss bitch. That's where we are. Like, she's a fucking diva. As far as I know, she's an absolute nightmare to be around. I've heard it, you know. I've heard it from a few of me mates. I've heard it from the girls. But I, do you know what? She's a bit iconic to me. Like I can't. Do you know what I mean? I just laugh at everything she does. Youngest of three. Guess what her ma's name is. Just. Any name in the world, guess it. Don't tell me you don't know. Guess a name. Destiny? A full name. A full... Jim Carrey? <laughs> no. Carrey is from the dad's side. Oh. 
Right. So is it like just American Mad or is it like Mariah Lynn? Or like right. Lynn Mariah? Is that, or one of those? Is that like your guess? Jean. Is that your guess? That's my guess. Patricia Hickey. Fuck off. Mariah Carey's last name is Tr- Patsy Hickey. <laughs> Patricia Hickey. So her name was Mariah. It would have been Mariah Hickey. So imagine if I'm Mariah Hickey Mariah singing Hickey. half her big chill fantasy. Mariah Hickey. Yeah. Right. I feel like she was a bit eccentric. Who the man? Yeah. She was an opera singer. So she's obviously of Irish descent. So um, she was disowned by her family because she married a black man. So there's the tea. There's the cheek. The good old fucking Irish families there for you now. Yeah. Good old racist themselves yeah, back in the day. The lovely racists. Yeah, lovely racist back in the day. Her dad uh, was Alfred Roy Carey of African-American and black Venezuelan American lineage. So his dad came over from Venezuela and adopted, the, their original name was Nunez, but when he emigrated to New York, he picked Carey. Right, so that's where that came from. So she's, she's mixed. She's mixed. I didn't know that. Yeah. I did not know that. I just had a feeling. I thought it was more Spanish, but... I I didn't know. I thought she was just... I thought she was a bit of a, a J-Lo, like. No, I thought she was just no, straight I, up... No, I knew with the curly hair, there was... Straight up quacks. No, she's not quacks. She's Interesting. Uh, Irish. Half Irish. No, she doesn't mention it. Ever. I don't think was she gives mo- a mother fuck. mother full Irish? Patricia Hickey. Yeah, no, but like, right. wasn't like, you know... She's of Irish descent. I don't know. Like, she was probably born in, you know, America. Like, I don't know. I want to know more about Trish Hickey. Oh, you do a deep dive on Trish Hickey for Patreon there now. Um, so, there was her, like, I just don't, I only remember Mariah Carey from the age of 30 onwards. So, like, when I was reading up about her, I was just like, it's so fucking hard to like, comprehend any of the shit that happened when she was younger. So, she was younger. There was a lot of racial tension in the part of the neighbourhood where they lived. They lived in New York. Uh, Huntington, I think the place was. Where's the name that I wrote it down? Uh, yeah, Huntington. So there was racial tension in the neighbourhood and they couldn't really integrate properly. So oh. maybe that's got to do with Amanda being different races and being oh. married. Uh, they lived there and they got, like, it got so bad to a point where their dog was poisoned by a neighbour and their car was set on fire. Jesus like, Christ. Yeah. Us. Mar- Mariah fucking Carey, like. So, that happened. The parents divorced. We need to do a deep dive on these fucking parents, but I don't know why they divorced or when they divorced. But um, only one sibling went with the dad, so she didn't really speak to her dad after, after that whore, and her older brother uh, stayed with the ma, and she held down a few jobs to support them. But the ma was a former opera singer and a, and a voice coach. So that's why I feel like Patsy was a bit, like, eccentric. Do you know what I mean? She, that like, is an cool. Singer, and she was like, no pressure on the kids. But she did coach Mariah, which yeah. I think is where she got her whistle. whistle. Yeah. Or, or, you know, the, sp- mm-hmm. the spirit note, as they call it. Spirit note. The spirit note. Do you never watch that Eurovision uh, film that Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams are in? That's they call it, the spirit note. Spirit note, interesting. Um, so... Uh, she, like Mariah's been kind of imitating her ma with the opera singing like since she was about three like she's been singing since she was a baby uh, and the ma trained her but she never pressured her to sing operatically or you know like anything like that so in school she kind of thrived in the arts and music and stuff like that and by the time she got to secondary school she was like doing loads of work as a demo singer so she was like getting her demo together and spending time in studios and stuff like that just with random people and uh, she was out uh, 
like school that much that our classmates started calling a mirage. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> they called a mirage. She's fucking never there. <laughs> she looked like a mirage when she did show up. So she graduated school, like secondary school, in 1987. The when year, you were born. The year that I graced this earth. Wow. Mariah Carey was shooting for the stars So she moved to Manhattan She shared a one bedroom apartment With four other girls And she spent 500 hours in beauty school What? This is what I mean It's mad to think that Mariah Carey Was ever under the age of 30 You know like Not wearing a gown yeah, and not singing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, not with a microphone yeah. and not being rich, essentially. Yeah, so she was doing a few odd like gigs now and again, but she finally landed a gig with a singer called Brenda K. Starr. Now we looked her up, nothing. No, God, no one could have read. Rang a bell, so I'm just not even going to go there. But she went to a record executive's gala with this singer. And she handed her demo to Tommy Matola. Oh, yeah, okay. I love him. Now, I will disclaim. I am not going into the love life of Mariah Carey because this is about Mariah Carey and her fucking husband. Sorry. Sorry, I'd like to say I don't love him because he was not good. No. But as in... Oh, this is when it happened. Yeah. yeah. So she handed it to him, who was the head of Columbia Records at the time, and he listened to it in the car on the way home and told his driver to stop the car, turn around and go back to the gala because he wanted to find Mariah... It was a proper Cinderella story, um, but she was gone. She poof. She was gone by the time he what? went back to the gala. So it took him two weeks to find her. And at that stage, she had already handed her demo. She was obviously, you know, like them montages in the films where they're going around and going into these yeah. big epic records and handing the demo yeah. to I'm the secretary. Store. Yeah, on the, in yeah. The, on the reception. Here's my demo. Like that kind of yeah. thing. So by the time he found her two weeks later, don't know how this happened. It's all very vague. Yeah, but I love so it. Anyway, you found her. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, exactly. How why did you, would you find Why would you give your demo away to people if you... No number, no, no address, no nothing. Anyway, just a fucking it was the tape 90s. and a memory. Yeah, um. So uh, another record label label showed interest and like a bidding war ensued for. But Matola won it and he signed her to Columbia and he got all of the top producers on the case and he enlisted her as the lead female talent of Columbia Records. After immediately, that. immediately. No. So <clears throat> she was going to be rivaling. I don't know who the other ones were with, but Whitney, um, yeah, Whitney and Madonna. Oh fuck! Oh. That's who he was using to rival those two. That is crazy, isn't it? Mad. It's like it's kind of mad to think that she is this on the same pair as Madonna. Do you know what I mean? They don't see me, but I would prefer more of Mariah's discog- discography. Yeah. Same. yeah. To Madonna's But then I think Madonna was 10 years previous No Yeah Madonna was active in the 80s Top of our game By the time Mariah was starting Yeah Yeah. So um, This was all between Her graduating And like This kind of all started Like her singing career Properly when she was 21 So in 1990 She made her first debut At the NBA finals And it was Like that was A big spectacle Because it was her first time In the public eye It was her first time On television It was her first live time that's a lot To put on a person Performing And like it's on YouTube She looks Unreal Her hair is curly It's shaggy She's wearing a tank top She just looks Fucking stunning um, and it was the like at the end of it, she was singing "America Is Beautiful" or one of these fucking stupid <laughs> songs. Um, and the like, she <coughs> hit the whistle note at the end. Oh, and, and the people could, just like you could hear the crowd went fucking wild. And even the commentator, you know, he's like, 
and it's three to four to the home team, you know, that kind of thing. And he, he just said, because it was held at the palace, and he said, uh, the palace now has a queen. Well, he said that after her performance. Madness. So, obviously, I was reading up all of the successfully bits, like, you know, the way you were talking about Brandy were our number ones and our yeah. albums. Just too fucking Yeah, much I was going to say, we know, There's we know. far too many. She's been in the top 100 billboard, like, the top of the list more times than I care to even try to count. I'd be exhausted. So, look, I just have here in my notes, loads of success. Massive amount of chart toppers. <laughs> and then Tons. Tons. But she was the type of person who didn't promote her albums with a tour. Yeah. I don't remember many... You know the way that you see these big, massive performances by, like, One Direction, Beyonce, all these yeah. types of... Like, these big, massive stadium performances. But that's now. That was then. I don't, I don't think she enjoys live performance. She Have you? No. No, she does not. Um, so there was that, like, like she started getting kind of critical, I suppose, obviously, there was not a lot to concentrate back on the 90s, and they were fucking, these women were ripped apart in that yeah. time and, like, age as well. So you had critics saying, like, oh, she's a bit of a fucking house hatcher, like, she's always in the studio, do you know what I mean? She can't do that live. So to prove them wrong... Um, a house hatcher? I called them a house hatcher. What's that? You know when you knock from our mate and they never want to come out? House hatcher. <laughs> That's what it is. Studio Hatcher. We'll call her Studio Hatcher. I've never heard that Because she did like a couple of tours, but like five shows at the most. Oh. This is Mariah. <laughs> like, it's Mariah yeah. fucking Carey. Like, so she did, to prove them wrong, just to shut them up, she did an, an, an MTV Unplugged to prove them all wrong. But as part of the little performance, little performance, the performance that she was doing, she was like, oh, I'll put a cover in there. So she covered Michael Jackson's I'll Be There. Oh, do you remember she covered yeah, I that? Yeah, Yeah. And then, so of course, Columbia were like, oh my God, this is amazing. It's after doing really well. They aired her Unplugged three times more than any other Unplugged, even to this day. Because they just, it fucking, everything that she did, just. Turned people, to gold. Yeah. And people's jaws dropped like they just couldn't believe how good she was um so then they turned that into an ep obviously all that sort of stuff uh I, then that me next point she did some tours but they were only like a string of six or seven shows she didn't need it she didn't need the money she was like i'm happy enough in the studio and releasing all of my chart fucking topping songs thanks very much um and I have it in me now she'd be topping them charts and selling them records in the millions do you know what mm-hmm. i mean um so while she was recording her Daydream album, which was her second last album with Columbia. She was also in stealth mode producing and singing and choreographing for a, lo- a rock alternative band called Chick. Cool. So That's she was doing loads of stuff in the background for that. But Columbia didn't what they wanted her manufactured. They wanted her to okay. be Mariah Carey. They didn't want anybody knowing that she was doing this. Um, so she got her friend, Clarissa Dane. She was brought in to be the face of it. And nobody fucking knew until 2020 in our memoir. Memoir? In our memoir. I might read that. I love I Mariah Carey. I really want to read that. And, but I want it in an audio book and I want it read and narrated by Mariah Carey herself. True. I don't think she'd do it though. Uh, she separated from the bloke. It's your man. Matalo, uh, saying that he was increasingly controlling. Yeah, he's a freak. Couldn't really do much because, like, 
he's your husband and he's your work and he's your manager and just he's a, he's everywhere far too much power over like mm-hmm. uh so we're then being together in the first place the fact that she handed him the demo and then he was like she was 21 oh, it was just uh so it, all the manufacturing that she had with them and stuff like that so she was still contractually obliged to do another couple of albums so I think that was Daydream was her second last one and then Rainbow was her last one with them so she blasted it out in three months her most successful album ever she blasted it out in three months just to get the fuck away from them absolute boss lover 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 uh so this is where it kind of goes downhill Aww, and I'm blasting through this right yeah. I'm blasting through it but uh, so Virgin Records took signed her on for a very unprecedented one hundred million dollars, five album contract. Like yeah, but that's only a hundred million is only twenty million an album if it's a five album contract. Not that much. Yeah. So right. Yeah, I don't know. I think that it's because you just weren't seeing artists getting contracts for that much yeah no that's yeah no i can the, imagine their projections weren't as big as horse anyway um so the first album that she did was glitter which no that know. hardly happened yeah that was i loved that film did you yeah I'm going, like, look. i was going to say i've never seen it Jen, it is the worst and yeah. the best all at once okay so that's what happened at the time first of all did Tragic. you know it was released on 9-11. Oh, no. Which I believe no. added to its demise. Because there obviously wasn't no fucking promoting it. Yikes. I did not know that. Yeah. The album, because obviously she did this, the, she was in it, and she did the soundtrack for it. So both came out, and obviously yeah. a lot riding on it. Now, she had, what happened? She had been, there was a bit of a, a bit of an oopsie in that. This was around the time when she had just gotten out of Columbia. She was starting with the new record label. She was doing all this stuff on the side and stuff like that. And she got hospitalized for exhaustion. So Yeah, I think I remember that. Physically and mentally exhausted. She was in hospital for about three weeks. But she also got, which she didn't really talk about until 2019. She also got diagnosed with bipolar too. So, yes. So not as severe as bipolar disorder. It's a, it's a kind of branch off it. But... She was like, there was so much stigma around it. I never talked about it. Like, I'm just, you know what I mean? And then, like, when I heard that, I was kind of going, is that why? Because she's had some wild moments. And then I'm like, yeah. does that fucking just take a nasty turn on all them moments that we're all kind of taking the piss? I, it's just, I don't know. It gave me a bit of a nick about the whole thing. Um, But anyway, so Glitter, uh, it was a flop. Apparently, because it only had two million It was sales. a flop. And I remember, I think it was, I was 11 when it came out. So it was my kind of flop. Yeah. So yeah. it was based around 80s. Pop star, trying to be a pop star, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, falling in love with her fucking. Yeah, yeah. Terence Howard. Basically her, her life story. Falling in yeah. love with the person who was going to make her a pop star and stuff. Terence Howard. That yeah. was who it was. Yeah. So um, she was massive in Japan and Greece. Like well, she's, she's huge, huge everywhere. But yeah. I get but you. in Japan, she's the only artist that is not Asian that has that had level a, of fame. That level of fame, that many record sales, she still holds the record for that in Japan. Like you're talking astronomical levels of record sales, like 
oh, it's just, when I was reading the numbers, I was like, fucking hell. Like, she wasn't even at this a year and she was getting tipped for yeah, Grammys. Getting, like, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so she's got all sorts of records for being, like, the most successful, charted, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, they dropped, with Glitter, they dropped the price of the album to raise sales, which did work, but they ultimately dropped her from the na- label. They were like, they brought her out of it. After that one thing. But and like that was delayed and everything because of her, her health. I just feel like it was a really bad time for That's a real shit thing to do. Isn't it? Yeah. Like top of her game to go like to just have a, a fucking bad year, like you know what I mean? Uh so there was I bad, don't like that. No, I know. I don't like the industry for that. And I know they're shitty and they still are and they always will be. Well, we she's laughing that. her way to the bank now, so whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <clears throat> uh, so there was bad reviews of the album and the movie at the time, but now it's a bit of a cold favourite. Hey, uh, Carla. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great film. Um, and it went, the album Glitter went on to streaming services only in 2020. Yeah, it's uh, it's actually, if you're looking for a film, if you're feeling a bit shit. Yeah. And you're looking for like a, how to lose a guy in 10 days yeah. or like you know Christina's burlesque except way f- like it. yeah do you know one of those yeah. where you're like you're just looking for a real comforting film yeah I would go with glitter it is just look up her up. whole film um, filmography she's done a few yeah she has actually yeah 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 uh so yeah the the breakdown and stuff caused de- delays around the same time and then she was uh diagnosed with bipolar too um so do you want to hear her wildest moments? Yeah. I'm going to tell you her wildest moment because we're just going to, uh, this episode will be far too long. Right, so some wild Marie Carey moments. So back in 95, a journalist asked her um, about Madonna saying she'd rather kill myself, like, quote unquote, rather kill myself than pa- sing pop songs like Carey. And the singer responded, Marie Carey said, I haven't really paid attention to, to Madonna since I was in like seven or eighth grade and when, when she used to be popular, so I didn't hear that. Love that. Oh, Would you recover? Cotton, isn't it? It's cotton. I don't know if I'd recover. So this is um I don't I'm not gonna take the piss out of this because um it wasn't too long after this where she was hospitalized. She did seem to be on the brink a bit here. Mm-hmm. But it is a moment. So TRL, she was strutting out in a large T-shirt with Loverboy written on it, mm-hmm. singing into a microphone and pushing an ice cream cart. And she surprised guests and the co- the host, who was Carson Daly at the time. Um, My fave. Yeah, and then she like she took the shirt off and she was doing like, told Daly this was like her, her therapy session and she was doing a bit of strip tease. And then like Daly, like Carson Daly looked into the camera and he was like, Mariah Carey's lost her mind. <laughs> like this is, it was just a very bizarre. You can watch it. Like you can look it up. Yeah. Um, and then she was hospitalized a few days later. So it's just like that. Oh, I doubt he. Yeah. I doubt he felt great about that. Oh no, I'd say no, definitely not. But mm. I mean, it also don't. Mariah Carey always. I don't know what it is about her that when I. When I think of Mariah Carey, I always just think she has her shit together and there's, there's nothing that she would do that would be out of She does control. now. Like... She does now. Yeah, I don't know. I just... She, as a per, as a whole, I just think of her as... I don't, not, not like... She couldn't be like a Miley Cyrus. She wouldn't go through a phase like that. Do you know what I mean? Or a Lindsay Lohan. 
she's just not that type of person. Yeah. Just mo- a lot more responsible or a bit more mature. I don't know what it is about her. I just, I can't even put my finger on it. Or I'm just like, oh, she'd never do that. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah, I don't remember that, so I'm kind of finding yeah, it hard I'm to... Yeah, I'm saying it was a long, long time hard ago. Hard to get to grips with. Um, now, I do remember watching this and being like, what? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, on a 2002 episode of MTV's Cribs. Mm-hmm. I think we all remember this. Uh, she showed off her massive, like, our apartment in New York and had a fish tank and full room, full room that was serving as a, a wardrobe. The best moment was the bathroom tour where she put on a towel. Yeah, got into the bath. I remember that. And got into a full bath of yeah. water. Yeah. I thought that that was normal. That was very cribsy back then. That was very like, thanks guys. Yeah, I suppose. I thought that that was really normal. No? Yeah. I don't fucking know. Um, so in a 2005 article, the Independent said that she demanded that a record shop lavatory to be decorated for an hour-long signing ceremony and smash a tea set to stop pe- anyone else using it. So she was going to a record shop to sign autographs mm-hmm. and she wanted the bathroom redecorated before she went in. Very odd. If it was manky, I don't really... I don't see the... I was just yeah. thinking there. It's like, oh, what I do is... Was it manky? I'd, I'd like to yeah. see the bathroom before. Yeah. You know, you'd probably be on her side then. Um, she, she denied knowing Jennifer Lopez Yeah we talked about that before Hilarious So let's just a reminder So it was the early 90s um, And she was doing an interview With a foreign TV station Where they asked her opinion on other artists And then they mentioned Jennifer Lopez And <laughs> right just turned around and went I don't know her Yeah Like you know and you're just kind of like How do you How do you not know her How do you not know her um, and then Andy Cohen brought up the quote again in 2016, so like over 10 years later, and she maintained that she still didn't know her. I <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Um, so in 2008, there was a performance of, oh yeah, this was Good Morning America. I think I've seen a few clips of this. Is this Stop Singing My Songs now, or My Lines Now, baby? Yeah. My favourite. So she's on Good Morning America. She's doing... She does this thing where she wears sunglasses under fluorescent light and she's just... She's had her own reality show. It's called Mimi's World. You need to watch it. Or Mariah's World or yeah, something like so that. Good, yeah, yeah. Um, You need to watch that. I need to watch that. I really want to watch it because she's just like... She's just such a fucking anomaly. I'm like, I need to watch this. Um, But Touch My Body was the song. It was on Good Morning America and she turned around mid-performance... And Chai did a backup singer she believed was singing her part. And she just said, Carrie sang in tune. Yeah. Mariah said, stop singing my part now, baby. Yeah, it was, and she goes, stop singing my part now, baby. And then just kept going. Oh, It was my incredible. God. I feel like getting sick. Um, no, it wasn't like that. It was just funny. It was really just like, did that just happen? Yes, it did. Love it. Right, okay. It wasn't, it wasn't cringe. Yeah, and it's funny because, like, what she's doing, if it was done by somebody else who was probably known for being a bit more laid back or a bit more down-to-earth, salt-to-the-earth, that kind of thing. If Taylor Swift did it, she'd never recover. No, but I just feel like, it, like, say if a fucking comedian was doing the sh- shit that she was doing, they'd well get away with it. And people would think it was fucking hilarious, but because it's Mariah Carey, she's yeah. a diva. Yeah. Do you know? Do you think she... I felt like, though, that's kind of, like, part of her... Of her gig, you know? Yeah. Part of her spiel. I just feel like if we weren't so... Like, we're, we're, we're great for people 
calling people out on notions and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, you make sense. Mm. I think she's hilarious. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, me too. Uh, so she was named Breakthrough Actress at the 2010 Palm Springs International Film Festival for her role in Lee Daniels' Precious. That was another film that I kind of rang a bell. I think I've seen it, but I would have to. I've seen Precious. I don't remember her in Precious. Precious. Yeah. What was. Th- it's Synopsis. like a. Oh, it's hard. It's like uh, that other famous. Oh, <laughs> God. I cannot remember. The main character has a really long name, Precious. It's like. It's about this girl who grow, grows up kind of in the system somewhere yeah. in America. Okay. And to be honest, I don't. I, I've watched it and I remember at the time because it was like the thing to watch. But it's like about. What's that woman's fucking name? Oh yeah, she was pregnant by her own father for the second time. Oh god. Precious, her name's Clarice in it, but Precious can neither read nor write and suffers constant abuse at the hands of her vicious mother, who's Monique. Monique's her mum in it. Right. Um. She then tra- or sees the chance to turn her life around when she's offered the opportunity to transfer to an alternative school. Um. Under the patient firm guidance of her new teacher, Miss Rain, which is Paula Patton, Robert Thicke's wife, ex-wife. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, that's a crack. Mariah Carey's in it. Her name's Mrs. Wise in it. Right. Uh, yeah, I think I do remember. You do. You definitely do. Ah, look. It was everywhere. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, sorry, but she went to um, she was named Breakthrough Actress for that, and she went up and she was locked when she got up on the stage. So she oh. just kind of said that when she got up, she was like, "I'm a little bit intoxicated." Fair play, sure. Um, and then she let me just see now. Oh yes <laughs> She did this thing on the shopping channel And she started making up words And batting off imaginary butterflies No I don't remember that So this is, you can see it You can see it, it's on, it's on the shopping network um, So it, Somebody put it together Like a compilation of her time On that segment of the shopping mm-hmm. channel and it included her waving off imaginary butterflies directing the crew to take the camera off her even though it wasn't on her and making up words like camouflaging cool so that's she did that uh, I, I don't want to bring up her husband's our love life or anything like that because she's amazing on her own uh, but her ex-husband nick cannon went on the gail king show in 2011 and gave the details my wife Wanted to make sure that when the babies came out, that they came out not only to a Mariah Carey song, but a live performance from Mariah Carey. Her Madison Square performance of Fantasy, so they came out to a round of applause. That's She did that when she was given birth. Fair play to her. She wore herself on the television. Okay. Very iconic. Yeah. Uh, she shared a photo of her Instagram in 2014 with glimpses. Oh yeah, so she wore a gown on the NYC subway. I, do you know what when I look at her when I see her doing like the cribs and all that sort of stuff and she's like say that uh, Mariah's world I think I've seen an episode or two and she's always wearing gowns I'm just like no that's taking the piss because it's not comfortable you're definitely not comfortable just throw on a fucking juicy tracksuit yeah yeah I, do, I get the, you the gowns and stuff like that like I I respect that I appreciate it I get what I, do, I get what you're trying to do mm-hmm. it's just uncomfortable yeah no that's fair I'm uncomfortable looking at you. Yeah, no, that's fair. There's no need to be full glam all the fucking time. Even Kim K doesn't do that. No, she does. She wears fucking magic. Out and about. But on the Kardashian, she walk around with no makeup on. True. Do you know what I mean? Um, she was on American Idol. 
Uh, yeah. And her and Nicki Minaj didn't get along. Yeah, they had a feud. Yeah, they had a feud. Um, I don't know what the feud was, but there was like a, an interview after it where um, somebody asked if, if they asked Mariah if the bitch word in Nicki Minaj's latest song was about her. And Mariah was like, I don't know. I didn't even know if she sang, like, oh, she rapped or whatever. <laughs> she just didn't give a fuck. Uh, she took her own lighting crew to a radio interview. Wow. A radio interview. Love that. She had the glasses on. She's very particular, though, about lighting and sides and what way she's filmed. Oh, yeah. That's, like, one of her big things is that she'll only ever be filmed on either the left or the right. I'm not sure what that is. Yeah, and she's a thing about fluorescent lighting, but she doesn't like fluorescent lighting, so she wears glasses. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she brought her own fluorescent lighting crew to this, but it was for radio. Now, they obviously have, like, there's a clip of her. So they obviously have video, so I don't think it's that. Yeah, it's not that. You know what I mean? Radio. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's like that's where it's kind of being pushed. Um, she swims in formal wear. This is another thing as well. I'm like Mariah. I'd rather you swim. I feel like she spreads these rumors about herself. Yeah, yeah. It's like, could you call up the press there? Mariah swims in formal wear. Yeah, she told US Weekly that she swims in formal wear. So the heels and like a gown. No. Not only are you ruining the gown. The heels, you can't flap your feet properly. You're no. never going to mermaid. Mermaid's going mermaid. You're not going to mermaid. But how comfy with the water around you. Now, I remember her, uh, was, what fucking song was it? Where she escaped on the speedboat and she had to swim in that one. Do you remember it was like a full what? film before yes. it? Was this Honey? Honey, yeah. yeah. And she had to swim in the swimming pool. She goes out and she gets on the jet ski or whatever. But she's like, she's swimming in, for, like, in our bits and bobs there. And that was deadly in the video. Yeah. Is she trying to live off that? I don't know. Is it light? I don't know. We'll leave her to Well, we know. Uh, this is about fluorescent light. We already went through this. Um, there was a load of, like, I don't know. I, so, do you remember the New Year show? And she was going to be singing all I went for Christmas. Yes. And everybody was really looking forward to it. And it just didn't. Yeah. She just didn't Mariah. It was like she hadn't sang in years and then everybody was like, oh, that's why. Yeah. And like she just lost it. Yeah. So that was in that kind of where she had gone kind of downhill and stuff yeah. like that. Um, there she blamed everybody else. <laughs> like yeah. She, no, but, no, but including herself, she was like, I knew it was a shit show from the beginning. I should have walked out after the first rehearsal because it was a fucking shit show to begin with. Now, I don't know. Like if you can't, like, can't really do that either, Mariah. Yeah, well, you can't do that, and you also sh- you sang shit. So yeah, just go now I'm not saying it, the stuff going on around you helped. Do you know what I mean? It definitely didn't, but you sang shit. It was really bad. Like you were so out of tune. Seriously, yeah. it was like you had a sore throat. Do you know what I mean? Just wanted to run at you with a bottle of Diflam. You know, kind of just sort you out there. But no, that was really bad. So that was a another one, um, and then. Let me just see now. What's this one? Oh, something about a fucking film. I don't know. She just, she's so many. Oh yeah, there was a, a viral clip. I'll just say this last one and then we'll put leave it there. Um, She went viral in, when she was doing the show in Vegas and she didn't dance. She didn't move. Yeah, I do she's, remember that she also. She did the whole show yeah. in the one spot. Yeah. And people were like, this is so weird. Yeah. I do remember that too. And that's why I was kind of, when I came across that one, I was like, well, she doesn't like doing live shows. Like, no, she, she just, definitely doesn't like doing live shows. You can tell that though. She's a house hatcher. Leave her yeah. at it. Yeah. Do you know, leave her in her gaff, in her bat, in her tail. Singing. Yeah. 
or in that gown that voice. swimming up and down. Yeah, yeah, like she 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 thrives in the studio. Do you know, leave her there. It's fine. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So that's I'm, I'm going to leave it there. There's so many other fucking mad like she was. I don't know that film. Um, only got like six percent on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. and she was like the be- the worst actress in the Raspberries that year. And oh, th- mad stuff, mad stuff. But that's I love that film. We move. I want to hear bad words. There you go. It. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I'm gonna. That that would be my task. Yeah, I'll let you know how we're gonna next week. Yeah. I have an unpopular opinion before we go. Need to change that, Jacob. All right, you you make one there for next week. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> I know we need to have a little relook. I need to bring this shit home and update it. Anyway. Eyelash extensions. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Popular opinion. Yeah. Think so? Yeah. I don't think so. Not with the amount of girls I've seen. Like, sorry, girls, would you please just ask for your mates' honest opinions? Because you look like you have not butterfly wings. Rogues. Rogues. The start, like the start of the life of a butterfly, the caterpillar, and then like, you know what I mean? I'm just some, you're not getting good people to do your eyelashes yeah but i think yeah it's just it's a lot some of them are just far too much and look you you fucking do you i'm just in in my opinion i don't like them they're like the blackest lashes ever and and i'm saying this in a good way like fine do what you fucking want like don't give a shit about anybody's opinion if you like them and you're like yeah they are a bit heavy but fuck i don't give a shit good more so good for you but i also feel like I'm saying this in a good way because most of the girls, when I see them without them, they look so much better. Yeah. I think you just look so much better without them. You don't yeah. need them. So I'm saying it in a, a in supportive this. way. Yeah. I'm you not, look gorgeous, I'm not, girls. Yeah, you look gorgeous without them. I'm not saying like, gorgeous. oh, you look fucking ridiculous with them. I just, I wouldn't be me. Wouldn't be you. And I think you look better without them. But that's just me. Have you got a stomper? I do. Kyla's Stomper of the Week. So, as promised to you guys, Full Moon by Brandy. Do you remember the song? Play it and I'll tell you. I'm going to fast forward. fucking mention his name but you know that Australian fucking pedophile that used to do the music with the whoop, 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 whoop. No. listen to the bass line of that it's just really I don't know this man Rolf Harris don't know him he used to play didgeridoo and he had this like big fucking sheet of plastic and he used to wibble it and wobble it and it made that sound turns out pedo Turns out, yeah, Peter. Yeah, so that's okay. all. But yeah, I just, that's what I remember him for, and that's what that sound reminds me of. Yeah, I do have a remix one as well that I really enjoy, but yeah, Full Moon, banger. Loved it. Don't feel like I got the love it, should I? Okay, 
Grant, yeah. thanks Lily for listening. We're going to go and record our Patreon now. We hope you enjoy it. Uh, the link for the voting for us will be in the top line of the description. Bumper episode. All other li- uh, links will be down below. The Patreon one and we have an anon box as well. That's always open. Uh, yeah, so that's it. We love you very much. Thanks for listening and we talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.